myself I have an MBA securities licenses and clients net worth for decades for 15 million dollars they have 50 million dollars so you only can keep clients like that if you use decision science you use logic and you use math and you have a vast network of people that you tap in to their knowledge to benefit your clients. Because, because of my securities and licenses, I have a fiduciary responsibility to protect the public. Now, for me to make money and live a good lifestyle here in Southern California, I have to consistently make my client money. And more than that, provide them with the right intellectual, financial resources so we all could be happy. So I translate that, my career, who I am, into sports betting to give you, of all people, the tools you need to put money in your pocket, betting on college and professional sports. Why do I do it? I do it because I just got tired of listening to the bullshit from ESPN, from Fox Sports. Constant ton, Big Ten channel, constant ton of just crap. So since I watch some, a lot of sports, since I have a lot of contacts in the sports industry, I decided to share information, good Solid. I have a journalism background as well. Well sourced information so we can all help each other get to the truth or at least get close to the truth. Elon Musk said, if you know the truth, you can predict outcomes. So, what we do is we collaborate. The sports betting is about collaboration. We collaborate with each other to get as close to the truth as possible to predict outcomes. And since we live in a $134 trillion U.S. market, the richest country in the world, for now, there's enough money for everybody where we do not have to be over competitive. But we teach decision science. We teach uh, mental health, mental health first aid kit. We teach uh, different methods, the nuts and bolts, right, of how to pick an investment, how to analyze an investment, right? And sports betting is an investment of your time and your money. So you have to have a very disciplined process. 
All right. If you're the toughest, smartest person in any particular room, you are in the wrong room. So I got somebody who's a lot smarter, a lot tougher than I am. Miss Melissa, how are you doing, Miss Melissa? I'm doing good. How about you? Hey, every day's a great day. Uh, you know, we have the videos from Vegas. <laughs> right. <laughs> Make, making fun of Mark and Mark. I'm kind of a jerk like that. I treat celebrities worse than what they should be treated. Yeah. Right. But I had, I had fun. We made money. We made $6,100. We close to four thousand the day before with college, and isn't it fun to see your Bravada bankroll be more money than the week before? <laughs> right. All right. So, so let's do it again this week, uh, and we start with Thursday night, and then we talked about it last week. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you sent me text. You went the other way on a couple, and you had perfect logic. You just mm-hmm. got killed by the, the curse. It's really like a curse, <laughs> right? And people don't understand it. It's inexplicable. But I've learned not to bet against it. And it's the home dog on Monday night. Talk us through <laughs> that game <laughs> before we go Thursday night with the Vikings at the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, yes. fly. So tell us about that, that New York Jets game, how uh, you had that. You you were thinking about it back and forth, and I went with eighty percent. The home dog on Monday night game—it could be the worst team of all time, but the home dog on Monday night covers eighty percent of the time, which is the highest level of probability. How was <laughs> that roller coaster? Oh my gosh, I was screaming at the TV because I was betting on you know obviously the other team. Yeah, and. Yeah, it didn't go well. And the second that Rodgers was out, I was like, yes, it's over. Wrong. <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> Curse came in because it was inexplicable. It's going to, you know, it's going to hurt them, especially this this week. Wilson sucks. He's a high school quarterback. He wasn't good yeah. at BYU. But in the NFL. Who knows why he's getting 30 million? God bless him. He's failing forward. Only in America. Yep. So you're better off marketing yourself than actually being good at something, right? And uh, Wilson, the quarterback of the Jets, is a perfect example of that. But, again, you don't go – again, this week we're going to look at it. I'll discuss it with Melissa. Home dog on Monday night. Probably shouldn't win, but it's the home dog on Monday night. All right, so Thursday night, 80% of the home teams win. That's mm-hmm. why Vegas has this over a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the key number, he has it at eight. Every score of an NFL game is 45 points. I think because the Eagles were in the Super Bowl last year, Vegas is overplaying his hand and trying, not overplaying their hand, what they're doing is taking advantage of people to just go to the casino and bet overs and the favor. The Eagles, again last week, they're going to have the same formula they had last week, last year. They get killed. They get their asses beat in the second half of games. They go out to a big lead. They run it in the second half. And Melissa's doing a chart that shows it's going to show the running and the passing the week before so we can kind of integrate it. And then, then they start running in the second half, plus one. I'll have the whiteboard. And I'll playing plus one on the Tuesday podcast. And the next Tuesday will be arbitrage. And what arbitrage is, is that you uh, – invest 
in 10 stocks in the same genre. They're similar to each other, right? You can take advantage of market inefficiencies and make money. That's the second uh, tenet of fundamental analysis that we talk, that we use to uh, technique to invest in stocks. Nobody's ever gotten rich with technical analysis, what they use on CNBC, what they use on Bloomberg. People have gotten rich selling it. People have not gotten rich using technical analysis. People have gotten rich using fundamental analysis. That's why we talk a lot about the coaches, first ten and fundamental analysis. Second is taking advantage of marketing efficiency. So buy low, sell high. So you got 48 points. That's high. And the, and the average score of an NFL game is 45 points. So this, this is priced pretty high at 49. And plus eight, which is over the number of times. So I'm going Viking plus eight under 49. Does that make sense, Melissa? I can agree with that. I can agree. All right, awesome. That is that, that, that's a consensus pick. Vikings plus eight under 49. In every single podcast, yeah. every single meeting, right, that I have as a business consultant has to have a purpose and an outcome. And the purpose is to analyze uh, the game. Now, Melissa, she's been watching football with a dad since she's with a young girl. She's watched a lot of football. So don't be fooled by a pretty face. He knows probably a lot more football than all of us. <laughs> the running things by her, she went contra to me. She had her logic right on both games, and she beat me on the 49ers. So that's why God <laughs> gave us two years and one now. Because Alyssa knows what she is talking about. All right? Mm -hmm. So that's going to be our first consensus pick. So purpose and outcome. The purpose is to make Melissa money. Did we make you money last week, Melissa? Yes. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> All right. Uh, last week, we were 19 and 11. Over, mm -hmm. uh, I think, over like 61, 62%, 59% you can live in Vegas. But at the end of the year, we want to be at 70%. Do a lot better than we've done previous years. But as good as we've done in the past. Next game is going to be the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, mm -hmm. This is a team that has to win early, right? Because they're a cheap team. Because Arthur Blank, the owner of Home Depot, got gold dug. And now he's broke as far as his team's concerned. Uh, they're playing in the dome against the Packers. And actually, this is a game. The average score of an NFL game is 45 points. There was a lot of unders last week. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go over. I'm going to go Atlanta at home against the Packers. Even though they won big, uh, there's a big, you know, I was with Victor, uh, a good friend of mine. We collaborated picking games we've done well for the last 15 years. And the second, the second, the second half of the game, he was like, oh, next week you got to factor in that they didn't have all summer to prepare for this. Right, so it's going to be different teams that have all summer to prepare for this one game, and they got now they just have a week, and they don't have a lot of resources. That's the Green Bay Packers. Yes, Jordan Love, who looks like two miles away from here, uh, the starting quarterback for your Green Bay Packers. He did good, blah blah blah. 
But it felt to me watching it that it was a low budget team who was really prepared for finally just had Aaron Rodgers back talking to him every time he played. And Aaron Rodgers was like, okay, I'll, you know, just run whatever you want. He got to run his own offense. This week against uh, Arthur Blank, he's coaching for his job. It's priced at 41 and a half. I'm going to say it's going to go over 41 and a half. Because Vegas has to compensate a little bit for all those games going under. A lot of us guys looking for games going under. But 45, uh, 45 being the average of an NFL game, priced at 41. I think it, this game could be like a 24-20 game. What do you think, Melissa? Um, I can agree with that. Um, I definitely think it's going to be a close game, a very close game. Um, the Falcons, right? We're looking at the Falcons, yeah. Falcons, sorry. Falcons, their rushing yards are a little bit more. They're higher last week than they are the Packers. Okay. So I feel like the offense or the defense is going to be a little bit stronger on their end. So it, it is going to be, I feel like, a tight game. Um, and I definitely see it being over 41 and Atlanta being plus one. All right, cool. So we'll go Atlanta plus one over 41. Now, Melissa, we can't let her pick the Chargers game because she's a Chargers fan. But she can't give us a report on your L.A. Chargers. I had them in the Hawthorne effect. I, I did my confession on why I got that game wrong. Um, as we head into uh, Brable, who's a great coach, we talk about fundamental analysis. Brable covers 70% of his games. He covered for us last week. I mean, that's funny mm-hmm. last week. So, what do you think? What's your early Chargers report, Melissa? Oh, God. it hurt last week. That's what. That's my report. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very good game. Our defense was not there, and then Eckler was not playing his best because of his ankle. And then on top of that, we've got, um, oh my gosh. Eric Kendrick Kendrickson Kendrickson the new guy yeah the new guy he's injured yeah. he did not practice right. today Eckler right, didn't right. practice today so right. some of our top performers did not practice today who knows if they're going to be even in the game on on Sunday so I am let me nervous. ask you this question when you were watching the game uh Tyree Kill right and, and we'll get into you know, how you defend Tyree Kill I actually got the game on right now. Watching it, rewatching it. They did not. And you're like, Josh, what do you know about football? What I know about football is sixty one hundred bucks. <laughs> okay, so uh, they did not defend Tyree Kill the way he needed to mm-hmm. be defended. They're doing one on one coverage. You know, instead of playing zone, having guys up top reading a shell, and we're talking about the four two five defense. Now, you, you know, am I a football coach? No. But I knew, do know certain technical things that have been shared to me by NFL coaches, NFL players that are teach football, all right? And, and the two-shell means rough under. They played man-to-man with Tyree Hill. That means the game went over. So the question to you, Melissa, you watch all these Charger games, watch a lot of football. You know, since you were a little girl with your dad watching football, what is it that the Chargers secondary wasn't isn't that good, or was it that Miami's 
passing offense was so good with Tua. Tua had some passes that there's no way you can defend him. Uh, and Tyree Kill is the fastest guy in the NFL. So what was your analysis of that? I think they underplayed Miami's defense and, and offense. And I think that going into this game, they thought they were prepared. And they thought yeah. that they were top. They thought that they were top guys because of how far they made it last year and how many times they beat Miami last year. And I think right. that they just they were over their head and right. they made assumptions and they weren't prepared like they thought they were. Um, yeah. They didn't play how they should have. They didn't have as many. Um, they didn't use the right um, wide receivers like the right wide receivers that they should have. Um, but yeah, Tua is a great quarterback and I think they just weren't prepared for right for and then that game. And, you know and, and at the end you get back to management and you get back to uh the fact that the Spanos you know are Greek mafia people that have to kick up the Telesco had to develop players mm-hmm. trying to develop guys on the offensive line and Brian Staley God bless him he has to do 15 jobs right <laughs> On the other side, you have Daniel, who has a guy for each thing. And Vic Sandro did a great job. When you talk about corporate management, that's why he's a high price, $2 million a year defensive coordinator, because at the end of the game, he had fresh defensive linemen. Even though they were getting killed all day, those fresh defensive linemen killed the charger offensive line, who supposed to develop guys because they don't want to pay free agency for good offensive line. So as long as Staley gets you the young guy that can do the same job, as long as he um keeps at it, the Chargers have a chance still for that ten and seven. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and crazy things happen during the season. But for that that particular game, um the change did a good job. So same thing. It's gonna happen this week with Brable. He 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 covers 70% of his game. He's made us a lot of money. And he's made us a lot of money with the under. The Chargers hopefully can win this game for Melissa's sake. <laughs> but I don't Fingers think they're going to cover this. We're going to go with the Titan plus three under 46. Because we got Derrick Henry and the defensive line of the Chargers didn't look that great. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're going to run it up and down. But the Chargers are going to be in that game. The Chargers can make it, you know, hopefully yeah. they kick a field goal and they win by two. And we win I, on both sides of the game. I feel like there's going to be a lot of surprises in this game because they're yeah. both zero and one and they're both going to be fighting for that spot to be one, right. and one and one. So what do you think? Because what killed us last, last weekend, a couple of unders with special teams. So you think mm-hmm. maybe there'll be some special team scores that might get it over 46? Yeah, I think. Or do might. you think the special team scores or whatever is going to keep it under forty? I think this game in particular. I've seen the Titans and the Chargers go over before, but history sometimes doesn't repeat itself. So, right. I I agree with the under. I, right, I feel under. like it will be right. under. Yeah. Uh, as far as which it. team, as far as which as which team, I cannot decide because I am. Yeah, <laughs> I just I, okay, enjoy the game. Nah, enjoy the game. Yeah, enjoy the game. it's like my team, nah. my heart, or 
the Titans. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Victor, he's a Bills fan. But he bet the Jets because of the you know, the the Monday night home dog on Monday night first. Yeah. You have to bet the Jets. <laughs> you know, so he's like, Hey, if I lose, I'm emotionally distraught, but I won money. <laughs> right. Home dog on Monday night. Certain things you can't go again. The other one, and I'll send you an email about this. It's the uh, great alliteration, but it's true. The double-digit dog in the division covers eighty percent of the time. You never bet blindly. You have yeah, to have exactly. a, a thought behind it. You have number one rule of uh, betting is always do your research. And I'm going to put, as always, in the episode notes, the top ten rules of betting. And coming back from the trip of, in Vegas. Uh, I took notes on some other things that kind of popped up and kind of pulled together. You know, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you forget things at the season. Uh, this is just the start of the season. Mm-hmm. All right. Fourth, fourth game we look at is your LA, not LA Charger, Las Vegas Raiders at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo, heartbreaking, crazy loss on Monday night. They're favored by 10 points. 10 points is a key number. So mm-hmm. I'm going to buy the point. Garoppolo's, as much as I hate him personally, right? <laughs> He's a ridiculous pervert who put in his contract that he has to go free, get free prostitutes. I think he's the first guy ever to put in his actual contract that all his prostitutes have to be paid for. Uh, you know, complete degenerate, right? You know, he's not a bad-looking guy. You'd think he would go the normal route, just go on Tinder or something. But no, he's he's way out there. I mean, right? to each their own. You know, I'm not judging the guy. I'm just saying impulse mm-hmm. control for interceptions. I know, yeah. But he has the highest winning percentage. So you can't. Yeah. If you're a big moralistic person, you're betting, you got to put your morality, your religion, your politics completely out of it, you know, right. and, and get to the truth so you can determine outcomes, all right? right? So, plus 11 at Buffalo early in the season, salesmen think short-term, businessmen and women think long-term. So the Bills are got bigger fish to fry. They're thinking long term. They just want to win the game. So I like the Raiders to be able to cover the eleven points, and I think it's going to be under forty-seven points because of what I mentioned. Them having to do things uh, for later. In- what do you think, Melissa? I I'm gonna agree with you on the under, but I'm gonna disagree and go with the Bills. I feel like Josh Allen had he did have a rough rough night on Monday. Three interceptions, <laughs> painful, oh, okay. very painful, and I feel like he's gonna try to come back from that. And I mean Garoppolo, he has a history. And yes, he won last week, but is he going to be able to keep up with that? We'll see. But I, I have high hopes for the Bills. 
All right. So that one would deadlock in one. Since uh, Victor, that's his favorite team, maybe he can break the tie. And yes. if Scott's going to participate, maybe Scott can break the tie. But we're deadlocked <laughs> yes. on that one. So people listening, maybe you want to stay away from that and go with what Melissa and I, we were watching football combined probably, Melissa's mm-hmm. uh, in her mid-20s, so maybe at five she started watching. So we'll call it 25 years. I've been watching for 42 years. That's 52 years of watching football. If both mm-hmm. Melissa and say the under, bet the under, maybe stay away from the side because her and I have a disagreement yes. on it. We posted on Sunday, we'll have somebody we trust, who has good judgment, who does a lot of research, give you the consensus. Yes. But we are deadlocked on the Raiders <laughs> and degenerate Garofalo. Give <laughs> <laughs> me you know, it, it, that was the interesting thing about Vegas, you know, talking to people hanging out, people who are just betting their player, betting their team blind. Did you do any research? No, did you read? No. I'm a no. 49er. Look at my tattoo. I'm Raiders. Look at my tattoo. I got my Garoppolo shirt off. I'm a Garoppolo guy. I like him with the Niners. I like him with the Raiders. I'm saying a thousand dollars. That's not a valid reason. But, hey, like, Melissa said, see, Cheryl. Yep. Uh, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, has, he won three national titles in the USC. Mm-hmm. two Super Bowls, won one Super Bowl. Uh, he's 73 years old. Cognitive decline, control freak. How long can this last? Going against really young uh, Detroit Lions, really high, coming off a big win. Detroit has more reps than the Seahawks. Maybe I might change this one. What do you think? Seahawks or Lions? Maybe Lions. It's either Lions minus five or Seahawks plus six. Average um, score of an NFL game 45. Both these teams want to load up for division games, but I see them being really conservative and running a lot, keeping it under 51. What do you think, Melissa? Hmm. I, I'm kind of I'm looking at their chart right now. There's a lot more penalties on the Seahawks. There's a lot less rushing yards, a lot less passing yards. It's, I mean, the Seahawks are down here. The Lions are, they're, they're up here. It's right, like, right. How, and it's not it's like, like the they, Lions played a bad team. The Lions played yeah. the Chiefs, so yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's go Lions, Lions minus yeah. And if we ever have a talk on the Lions game, we always go with uh, Adrian Rob, the big Lions fan. Oh, yes. Yes. That's that's his. So Lions minus five. And I, I still like the under 51 points. It's just too many points. Oh, yeah. And, I agree and, with uh, that. Yeah. All right. So. Melissa and I agree. The Lions minus five under 51. I'm liking this, yes. man. We're making a lot of money. About $1,000 a game. That's a cool. We're, you know, we're, we're making money watching football, having a great time. <laughs> the Texans are at home. These are two horrible franchises, two horrible yep. teams. Uh, you know, 
you can't take seriously, you can't predict the the member of the family who has a substance abuse problem, always has problems, always mm-hmm. like Thanksgiving dinner. Both these teams are like this, but it's a home game. You gotta give the fans in Houston a little bit of false hope. You can't trust dysfunctional teams with points. So as a result of that, you can't trust the Texans with any points. You got to put them on the money line. The money line isn't that bad. Plus 105. So I'm going to go with the Texans on the money line, plus 105. And 40, what do you think? Well, I think 40 is just way too low. Seems like a 24-20 game. Average score of an NFL game is 45. What do you think about it going over 40? Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't. With this team in particular, I don't see it going over 40. I'll be very surprised if it does. All right, so let's go under 40 points. Texas in the money line, under 40. All right, we're rolling along. The Texans under money line plus one hundred five, under forty. Two enough teams. The only way they can get over is how that Colts game got got over last week with special teams. But you can't predict mm-hmm. special teams, and you can't predict turnovers. And as the year goes along, I'll ask you that question because this is a big debate with sports betting. Guys, you know what they're doing. Can you predict tur- turnovers, or can you not? So maybe around week twelve, I'll ask you. Can you, where do you fall on that? Now, you know, because it would have been 12 weeks spent in games. Can you predict turnovers? I think you can't, but there's some teams who are good at getting turnovers. You kind of yeah. factor it in. But it's kind of a wild card. Same thing with special teams. You can't predict your score on special teams. Now, mm-hmm. Willingham, the coach of Utah, made a point that 55% of games are won with offense. It used to be defense win championship. But, 55% are one with offense, 40% are one with defense, and 15 with special teams. Depending on games, you got to be between 60 and 80, which is the highest level probability. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, it's going to be your Texan on the money line, plus 105, under 40. Yes. All right. And we're going to make some money on this game here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, easy. <laughs> against the shitty-ass Chicago easy. Bears. They were pathetic last week at home all summer to prepare. Now there's questions about Eberhoff. He was the cheapest guy they could get. He's never done anything. He's never won anything. He was the decent coordinator of the cheap-ass Colts. Never, I don't, I don't think maybe they want to play off game once, whatever. He's good at what he does, but right now as a head coach, he's failing miserably with the Bears. Justin Fields has never won anything. He didn't even win a playoff game in college with Ohio State. Now he's going against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's defense looked really good against Kirk Cousins, right? Definitely a guy you can't bet on is Kirk Cousins. The total on this game is 43, and then in the second half, it's going to be 100 degrees, 100% humidity. So there's Ooh. no way 
I'll text you, Melissa. Right? Right? With, there's no way the Bears are going to uh, be able to win the second half line. So it's Tampa Bay under money line minus 140. Okay. Mm-hmm. Minus 140 over 43. And Tampa Bay second half line. Yeah, that there's no such thing as a lot, but there's something to the eighty percent probability. So there's eighty percent chance that Tampa Bay will cover the second half line. So I remember you texted me last week. What were the odds? The odds were eighty percent you were going to win. <laughs> you just got hit with a home dog on Monday night purse. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Never gonna live that down. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's just one of those things. I, and I and I did the the Twitter review. So I've been burned by it many many times. I defy yeah. it. Yeah. And and I've been burned. You know. So I I try to avoid people from burning it. It's why I did the, the Twitter video, and I explained them. Yeah. Logic will tell you that. No, I'm gonna get up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is going to be a really good game. It was a hard hitting game. Oh, my gosh, the yes. The franchises, the the Harbaugh Mafia family against um, Callahan's. Callahan's got to the Super Bowl. Callahan is the offensive Lions coach for Cleveland. The offensive coordinator is his son for Cincinnati. So a lot of nepotism, a lot of football. Uh, so what I'm thinking of, if you win two out of three sides of the bet, right, it's 66%. You see 2.5% is break even. So if you get two of them, you want to get three. When you play three sides of a bet, you want to get three. But if you get two out of three, you're still making money. You're still Warren Buffett making money. So, you're still up. Exactly. So what do you think, Melissa? We go, yeah, we're sitting at Vegas. And I'm like, okay, Melissa, we got thousand dollars a game. What do you think, <laughs> Melissa? Are we getting Ravens minus three? I think that's it, plus three. Whoa, I'm getting Ravens plus three. Oh, good. Bengals on a money guy for a crazy game to hit a fifty four yard field goal, right? To win the game. Uh, uh um and then under forty six, that could go either way. I could, I could see it going either either way. Average score of an NFL game is forty five. Yeah. Both these teams are thinking long term. They're thinking playoffs. They're thinking Super Bowl. How much okay. are they going to show? But Harbaugh used to be a special teams coach, so you're thinking, okay, these teams have stuff in their back pockets for special teams. Special teams touchdowns and special teams scores. I was going over with Victor last week. He made a good point about that. That it's early in the season. The teams haven't played yet. These are kind of surprising, and it's kind of hard to get into a rhythm of special. So, with all of that being said, what do you think about this game, Melissa? I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a really good game. Um, Bengals are usually really freaking good, and Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, very exciting. And this is a division game, so they play each other twice a year. There's grudges involved. There's beef involved. There's a lot of emotion involved. 
Both fan bases hate each other, you know? Yep. That's going to be very So, heated. I guess it's a crazy <laughs> game. We're going to play three sides of the bat. And what do you think? Over or under 46. What does your female intuition tell you? I I can agree with I can agree with what you're saying. All right, cool. Okay. So we're going to go three sides of the bet. We're going to go under the 46. You can't predict special team score. And what we want to do is two out of three, right? It's going to be mm -hmm. a crazy game, so we're giving ourselves three chances to win. If we win one out of two because of arbitrage, spending more than 10 games for that 20% luck factor. So you want to win enough games to be over 52.5, make money, and have a plan. That yes. 20% luck factor. Mm -hmm. That's why you bet three sides of the bet, and that's why we put money on every game. Right. All right. Next game, it's two uh, really bad cheap family teams. The Giants got killed last week. The Cardinals covered. I think Vegas I think knows that the Cardinals are really, really bad, but they covered last week against a really bad uh, Washington team. I think they do it again this week. They cover the five points, and Vegas understands that everybody knows that both these teams stuck. So they priced it at 38, right? So buy low, sell high. So two shitty teams, Vegas puts it at 38. The average score of an NFL game is 45. So that gives you like a seven-point value, right? We talked about what oh, yeah. value is. So I like the over 38 Melissa special team score. Yeah. So we'll name it on the pat on the podcast. Uh Scott was like last year, uh if you live in the past, you die in the past. That's a Pete Carroll. Yes. And for this game, we're gonna put Melissa special teams touchdowns. <laughs> Make the game go over. So the Melissa special yeah. teams will get this game over. What do you think, Melissa? Um, I'm definitely feeling the cardinals on this. Um Normally, I'd be going against the Cardinals, but I think it's that the Giants, and the Giants suck. <laughs> exactly. We made the playoffs exactly. last year, but it was it was smoke and mirrors. Yeah, exactly. The Giants didn't really play that good last last game and last week, and I'm looking at their stats this time, like for right now, and the Cardinals have a higher chance. Yeah, I I, I feel. Yeah, all right, we'll go with Tyler Murray. It's gonna be close. It's gonna be close, but yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be close, but yeah, exactly. So it's plus five. Mm -hmm. So if it's a close loss, me and Melissa, we cash our tickets. Yes. And our bankroll <laughs> is blowing up, which is the whole purpose. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this game I feel really strongly about because uh, Wilson sucks. Yeah, it's going to Dallas. Dallas looked good last week. Uh, minus three under the 46 points because Dallas has a good defense and the Jets suck. They can't score. They can't get lucky. They can't get a Melissa special teams touchdown to go over. They're not going to get that this week. So give me your Dallas Cowboys. How about them boys? Minus three under the 46. Average score right now for the game is 45. What do you think, Melissa? Let's see those Jets go down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, um, I'm feeling the Cowboys. Um, the, they might have had a lucky game last, you know, on Monday. Right. Are they going to do it again? You know, exactly. No. No. The answer is no. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. So it's going to be your Dallas Cowboys. How about them boys? Minus three. Under 46. Now you got mm-hmm. the commanders. The commanders in transition. Everybody got fired off the front office. Rivera's on his last leg. The enemy. Again, another guy that personally nobody likes. Um, he's beaten all his wives, girlfriends, and got fired from everywhere. Andy Reid didn't let him call plays. So we don't know how well he called plays. Last week, they, they beat a bad team. So you can't really draw anything from that. Denver has the highest winning percentage at home. They lost a tough division game last week. It's in altitude. So give me the Broncos minus 180. Uh, Broncos have a good defense. The commanders have a shitty offense. And that offensive coordinator I told you about. And in the altitude, give me uh, the Broncos on the second half line in altitude. And uh, I remember talking to Chad, the Chad playing and different players. The altitude does make a difference. Almost like the heat. Oh. The so you go against the other team on the second half line. So give me your Denver Broncos minus 180, under 40, in the Broncos second half line. What do you think, Melissa? Um, I can agree with that. I feel like the Broncos are going to have the upper hand because they are going to be, you know, home. And like you said, the altitude really has a huge impact sometimes it can take two days to adjust to a high altitude your lungs your heart right. your everything exactly that has a huge impact you're tired faster right with me i get heart palpitations i'm out of breath you know i'm, I'm exhausted <laughs> i want to sleep when i'm high, right, right. high, high altitude exactly. so they're used to that they're like we got this <laughs> let's go so <laughs> i can agree with this all right, man. All right. I feel really excited about that. Another game, heartbreaker. I had the money on pass. Uh, man, if that guy drags his feet at the end of the game, I think we're all right. Uh, again, that's one of those things, right? So part of the process of betting, this is pretty much goes across for all the people who do well, is you look at Sunday night when the odds come out. You see, okay, I'm going to jump on this game. Like, I jumped on the Rams plus eight. Yeah. Previous, yeah, on the Rams plus eight against 49er division game. Boom, plus eight. I jumped on that right away. Then you start doing research, and you get 80 to 90% of the games done by today, by Wednesday. That's why we did the podcast. Because we got most of the games picked. Then, on Sunday, especially later on in the season, it might be a line swing. So one game might be, you know, minus four plus the key number of three, but then jump to eight. You might mm-hmm. like it at eight, but not at three. So you kind of wait for, it, you know, for the big fan base. People who blindly bet the 49ers, Packers, Dallas, you push that line up and boom, that's where you go the other way. Same thing in college, third game, whatever. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, the path started at plus five. So if I would have bet it on Sunday nights, I would have been fine. Four and a half, I lost. Mm-hmm. But can't, I'll ask you this, Melissa. You've watched a lot of football. You've watched a lot of Bill Belichick games. You've been to <laughs> Super Bowl. Do you think Bill Belichick is going to lose twice at home? No. Between the 
Yeah, the Dolphins. You saw the Dolphins. No. Hell no. Hell no. So we're going to go no. Pax money line. Let's see where the money line is. I, li- I like how you did not hesitate. You were like, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my father and my brother are huge Pat fans. So every Sunday it was all about the Pats. So, yeah. <laughs> they, I love it. There's so no awesome. way they're going to lose twice in a row. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting my hard-earned money on it. We are. Yes. So it is the, we'll bet three sides of the bet. We'll cover our ass. Because if he does lose by one point, uh, we're still making money. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so the Pats on the money line, they are I like it, man. Getting excited, man. Go through the process, right? Okay, so they're plus 140. That means you put 100 bucks to get 140 back. So we're going to go, we're going to cover our ass. We're going to go packed plus three. I say it's going to be under 47 because Belichick's a defensive guy. Yeah. Right? He'll be able to stop that. He's not going to allow the kill to go crazy like the Chargers did. They're going to have the two high, two safeties right here. Yeah. Tyreek Hill. And they're going to cheat, right? They're going to put their hands on Tyreek. They're going to push him. They're going to interfere him. Exactly. They're going to call it. <laughs> exactly. Right. You know how the rest are going to call the game. So plus one forty, we are going to make money because Melissa's dad and brother, Pat's fans, and she knows all about the packs. So not, that's not I don't know. Knowledge we're putting money in our pockets. Then. Yes. Love it. Love it. That is so awesome. Sunday night football. Home team wins a lot. High percentage. You got the Panthers against the Saints division game. Uh, I think under, but I could go either way on the side. I like the Frank Wright, maybe a lot of money as a coach against even teams at home. Their car, what a disaster. In a way, I do love him. Is he such a disaster? We cover him. <laughs> we <laughs> right. do agree, but we're going to cover him. We made that money off that game. I'm going to go double down on that. I'm going to go Panthers plus a three. Under 41. What do you think, Melissa? I can agree with that. Um, I feel like the Panthers' defense is a little bit better than the Saints, so they might have more of a winning chance in this game. Um, yes, the Saints won, but Panthers' defense might look a little bit better in this game. So Nice. So, so people start chasing. It goes plus four. Melissa and I might wait till Sunday night to get that plus four. Panthers, I love the under 41. Uh, yeah. Coach Wright likes to run it, and uh, Dennis Allen's a defensive guy. That game was what 16, 16 or 15 against the Panthers, against mm-hmm. the uh, Titans, similar type game. We got the under, we got Brady Wolf. We're gonna get two in a row. Now, the last game is gonna be all Melissa because Melissa, right? Again, Ooh. don't get don't get confused by the pretty things. She's very savvy, very, very intelligent. <laughs> and sign of an intelligent person is a contrarian. Right? She went right at it week one. She did no hesitation, no way not. You're wrong. 49ers gonna win boom and cover. And boom, she was right, I was wrong. So I'm I'm learning, right? So M- Melissa has the last game. 
Miss Melissa Monday night. It is home dog on Monday night again. Super Bowl yeah. winning coach against the Cleveland Clown at home, and the total is 42. What do you think? Miss Monday night, Melissa. Miss Monday night. Not just alliteration. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, looking up the Brown stats from last week, um, they did pretty good. The Steelers, they didn't do as good, but they're going to be home this time. They're going to have that crowd right. hype, you know, they're going to be more terrible town. Yeah, exactly. They're going to have that energy within them. They're, right. they're going to have more of that spark. So they're, uh, Passing yards are about the same. So their total plays are about the same. Time of possession is about the same. It's just the only thing is the rushing yards to the defense. Right. Is is it's like this between the two teams. But they're home. So, home dog on Monday night. It's 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 tough. And of course we know that Cleveland's offensive line coach coach Callahan. He's mm-hmm. gotten to the Super Bowl a few times, won the Super Bowl. Uh, so we're going to go. Miss Melissa to yes. home dog on Monday night to learn from her mistakes. Yes. And it's going to be over 42 because it's a division game. And for sure, you're going to oh get your, gosh, yeah. that's a special team slant to get, make the game over. Yes. Nice. So, man, you feel extremely excited about this week making money. We were 12 in one time. I think we missed two games. We missed two games. Oh, lucky we have those here. You can track my ADHD <laughs> and my excitement. These second half lines with Denver and Tampa Bay, these are money. So what, what are the two games we overlooked? Uh, the Chiefs and the Jaguars we'll start with. Chiefs and Jaguars. They call this the Mormon Bowl, right? Both coaches mm-hmm. go to the same Mormon mission. Andy mm-hmm. Reid. Lives in the office. He ignores his whole family. That's why one kid committed suicide. One kid with uh, a bunch of cocaine, pills, and alcohol. <laughs> Killed four people on the way to the Super Bowl. Linebacker's coach. Uh, going against Peterson. Peterson is in his same mission. Peterson beat him last year. You know, you got to think. They go to these random towns for weekends himself. You know, Frank Reich. All these, you know. Uh, Peterson beat him last year. So I'm thinking, what do you think, Melissa? Since it's his friend, he got him the job. I think Reed beats him this year. I think so. And I'm thinking she's minus two, and it's going to be under 51 because Vegas understands that the Chiefs are a high-scoring team, but late in the season. Because they think short-term. Businessmen and women like Melissa think long-term. Long-term thinking is higher-level thinking, right? So, yes, 51 if this is week 14, but weeks two with Andy Reid hiding play for division opponents and the same thing with the Jaguars, I see it under 51. The average score of the NFL game is 45. What do you think, Melissa? I can agree with that. Um, I, I agree the Chiefs are probably going to take this one. There's no way in hell that Mahomes is going to let them lose another week in a row. He is one right. competitive motherfucker. He's right. not going to let that happen again. Right, exactly. So, it'll be a good game, but no way in hell. He's going right, to exactly. take that win. 
Yeah, and as Melissa knows from that playoff game last year, yeah, Jaguars are not world beaters. <laughs> no, no, no. They can they can kiss my butt. I'm still salty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those dancing Jaguar fans. Eighty percent of them live in trailer parks. Not against yep. Eighty percent of the homes in Jacksonville are trailer parks. Not saying anything about it. I mean, not moral judgment. It's just the facts. What's <laughs> the other game we missed, Melissa? Uh, that would be the 49ers and the Rams. 49ers and the Rams. Corporate governance, Shanahan. Both of them big time nepotism people. Shanahan's mm-hmm. dad was roles. McVeigh, his dad was a longtime general manager of your San Francisco 49ers. He won all those Super Bowls. They got the guy I went to high school with, good friend, William Floyd, other guy from Florida State football, the Florida State criminals. Um, <laughs> McVeigh and Shanahan are both part of the Andy Reid mafia football family. And they all just act the same. They do the same things. And uh, McVeigh has gotten the better of them. Mm-hmm. Each and every time, a lot of respect for McVeigh. What he did last week, had seemed ready to play on the road, beat old man. If you live in the past, you die in the past. Mm-hmm. Past result, past results are not indicative of future events or results. Uh, I like the Rams plus eight. Is what I got. It's plus seven now. That touchdown, mm-hmm. they always play a really close game. I see this being a 24-20 game, and 24-20 would be under 43. Mm-hmm. So you, you watch a lot of West Coast games. You were right on the 49ers last week. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what does this Melissa think about this game? Um, I definitely feel the Rams on this one. Yes, they're both they're both California teams, but right. the Rams are going to be home. I feel right. like the Rams usually do good when they're home. There are times against the 49ers that they don't do good. But I feel like they're going to do good this week. I see right. them doing better this week. Or right. not better, but I feel like I feel like they're going to do better than the 49ers. And Gruden Ball and the Reed Mafia Ball is controlling the clock, controlling mm-hmm. the game with the run game. They have great offenses. They can get in shootouts and win. But for the most part, thinking long term, they want to protect the legs of the defense along. That's a, a statistic mm-hmm. we'll look at as a year goes along. And also, uh, this week, we'll look at um, participation charts too as the year goes along. That tells us a lot. So they get ahead of that by running the ball a lot, keeping their defense on the field, keeping them fresh. For us, it's not idle football knowledge. It's us making money knowledge. That to yeah. us means the under. That's how we yes. translate that. Under 43. Yes. Man, last week we were over the 60%. We want to get to 80% one week, man. Make that money. Well, hey, what, 95% college last week? Want to repeat that? Yes, we will. <laughs> I'm super psyched. How, how are you feeling, Melissa? I'm feeling good. I feel really good. I mean, college last week, I was 11-0 and zero with my nice. so, <laughs> yeah. I felt so good. I was like, every single game, one, one, one. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And then <laughs> with NFL, I, I did pretty good, too. Feeling, right? Yeah. Awesome. 
it felt yeah. amazing. And yeah, it was and a lot better of fun. Than the, 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 yeah, and better than the people that do it and just feel it. Melissa and I are a little different. We share it. Mm-hmm. We want you involved. We want you winning. We want you reporting winning. You, people already reported 750000 What we want now is if you won, give us a tip. Just go straight to the website. Give us a little bit of a tip. You got some knowledge on a game. You got some insight. Go ahead let us know. Right? Because when you give one, you get 10 back. And as Winston Churchill said, it's not just at the end of Virgin River season five when they said this. Actually, I'm an English major in, uh, in uh, William Churchill said this during World War One, like Zelensky going out there, regardless of your politics, he's going out there soothing the people. Uh, Lindsay Churchill did the same thing. He said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thanks for listening to the ESPC Podcast Network. That's why I wear such a shoes and I roll my butt and I get a limousine stuck up.